Hi, welcome to the Parshas Ba'ira edition. And this week we lay in the Hatayra in Yecheskel, Perak Chavtes, which talks about Mitzrayim and Paroi. And on the surface, it seems very apropos to this week's Parsha, and we'll discuss a little bit of how it connects to this week's Parsha and some of the points of this Hatayra. The Hatayra begins, Bashanah HaAsiris, in the 10th year, Ba'asiri, Bishnei Masa L'Chaydesh, Ha'yudvar Hashem, Elai Leymar, Hashem spoke to Yechezkel, saying, Ben Adam, Sim Ponecha Al-Pare Melch Mitzrayim. So Ben Adam, uh, we mentioned in a previous edition that uh, this is the term given to Yechezkel. Face Pare Melch Mitzrayim, Be'inoveilov, and say on about him, Val Mitzrayim Kula, and about the entire Mitzrayim. Daber V'amarto, Koyamar Hashem Alikim, Hinini Olecho, I am on you, against you, Pari Melch Mitzrayim. Hatanim Hagodo, the great Tanim. Tanim is the same word as Tanin that we find in this week's parasha. We'll get back to that momentarily. Harivitz Besoch Ya'orov, which is in the Ya'or, which is in the river. Asher Omar, who says, It's my river and I created it. Vinasati Chachim Bilchayecho, I will place a hook in your jaw. In your cheek, I will stick the fish of the river in your scales. I will pull you out of the yor, out of the river. That's called the gas and all of the fish will stick to your scales. And I'm going to place you into the desert. That's called the gas which Pashtus means I'm going to, all of the nation of Mitzrayim, together with Paroi, and you're going to be there. You'll be, they're going to eat you as food. They'll all know that I am Hashem. Because they were a, Mishenes uh, Kana is a, uh, a stick that Paul Yisrael was resting on. So it was a support beam for Kal Yisrael. And this was something that was to Kal Yisrael's detriment, and therefore um, they deserved a Oynish, and it continues along this Mahalach. Now, it's important to note the context of this parak. Yecheskel has many Nevuas which discuss the different Umois that were powerful at that time. And Big chalik of Sefer Yecheskel is these Nevuas, and he discusses Amoin, Moyov, and, and Ashur, all different Umas, one of them being Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim discussed, discussed here is the Mitzrayim in the time of Yecheskel, and the Pashtas has nothing to do with the Paroi of our Parsha. It's very similar, it's the, right, all the kings of Mitzrayim are called Paroi, and it's the Melch of Mitzrayim, and it talks about the Or and the Tanim, but it's uh, referring to the king of that time. Now, let's first discuss what a tanim is. It uh, compares Pari to a tanim. Tanim is something that lives in the sea. And in fact, there's a noted difference between when in Parsha Shemois by the Sna, when Moshe uh, throws down the stick and it turns into a nochosh, and this week's Parsha, when Moshe is told to go to Pari and throw it down and turns into a tanim. Rashi says Tanan is a Nachash. It seems the passage of Rashi is that he's explaining both of them referring to a snake. 
the same type of thing, even though the wording changes. The Rishonim discusses whether this is correct. If Shamshafal Hirsch in his Chumash translates Tanin as a crocodile. And the reason for this, he says, is that it's clear from our Pasuk, Naftoirah, that a Tanin is a sea creature. The Rishonim make this diak already. And he says, based on the context, the closest thing that he could think of, while he's not 100% sure of this, is a crocodile. So, um, and, the, and there are some Rishonim that actually say that the Tanin is a different creature than the Nachash, and the, the, um, the Ness was actually a different one than, uh, it was actually different, the Ness of Parshas Va'era, and then the one in Parshas Shemais. Now, Chazal do compare the, the Paroi of our Parsha and the Paroi in this Nevu of Yechezkel. So Rashi in our Parsha, in Parag Zion, Pasuk Tezvav says that the reason why Paroi, Moshe was told to go to the water, to, to Paroi, was because Paroi was... Uh, it was acting, or he thought of himself as a god, and therefore he didn't have to relieve himself. And as we know, he would go out to the river for a swim, and Moshe was told to surprise him, to meet him there, as part of his, uh, uh, the Musser that he was going to, as part of Paris' downfall. The Chazal are, bring this Pasuk. Rashi doesn't bring the Pasuk of Araftar, Chazal do. And just quote one of the Chazals is in, Shemois Rabbah in the uh, Medrash Rabbah in the sixth parish, and it says there were four people in Tanakh or four people in history who thought of themselves as a god, and one of them is Paray. And the pasuk that it brings to support this is the pasuk of Arab Torah that it says Liha Yaar Vaniyasisini. The river is mine. Yaar was, as Rashi tells us, is a river uh, specifically as in canals, as they they made the Nilus, the Nile. Uh, how that that the canals would channel the water throughout the land, and in our Torah it's very clear that it's talking about Mitzrayim's Yar. So uh, Pare says, "Liha Yar Vaniasisini, I created the Yar. It's all mine. I'm the uh, I'm the great man. I'm the great one behind this." So Chazal very clearly bring this pasuk in relation to Pare. Now, two points on this. First of all, the Eitz Yosef, one of the classic commentators on the Medrash. Says over here, he says, I don't understand. It's not the same power. It can't be that power of our parasha, power of Mitzrayim, who didn't want to let the Jews out, was the same power in the time of Yechezkel, many hundreds of years later. And he just, you know, stays at that question. Now, it could be that uh, Chazal understood that this wasn't just a a concept that came up later. It was something that started with the power of our parasha. I don't have a good, uh, clear explanation of this. Uh, the second thing is uh, just an interesting, interesting note that there are many Chazals that say this point and bring this, uh, bring this pasuk as a as a proof that power thought of himself as a god. Interesting to note that the Maratzchias, one of the great um, scholars about 150, 200 years ago, writes in his Akdama to Medrash Rabbah that he believes with a clear, with a clarity that Rashi did not have Shemois Rabbah. He didn't have the Medrash Rabbah on Sefer Shemois. And every single time Rashi quotes a Medrash, 
which seems to be in Shemesh Rabbah, it can be sourced in another Medjish, which Rashi has. He has clear uh, proofs that Rashi didn't have this Medjish. But either way, getting back to this Haftarah, um, so Chazal tell us this uh, this idea that, that uh, Pare had this, this gaiva, this haughtiness that he thought himself as a god. There's a fascinating Gemara in Yevamis, which relates to Mitzrayim in general and to our Haftarah. The Gemara is in Paraka Oral, which discusses many different marriages which are forbidden and, and permitted. And it discusses the, the Gemara, the Pasuk tells us in Dvarim, Pashkisetse, that a Mitzri cannot marry into Klai Yisrael until three generations. So the Gemara is discussing whether it was relevant at the time of the Gemara. So it says. Maybe the Mitzrim, which the Torah forbade, are not the Mitzrim of today, going to the time of the Gemara. The Tanya and the Gemara brings a b'risa to say that that's not the case. And in fact, Rebbe Kiva had a Talmud who was a Mitzri, and he said that the Isra does apply to him, and how he would eventually, his uh, descendants would marry into uh, the regular uh, standard members of Kali Yisrael. And uh, so that's an interesting Havamina that the Gemara thought that those Mitzrim were totally gone. Rashi does tell us in Parshas B'Shalach that the Mitzrim in Mitzrayim did get some of the Makas at the time of, did get some of the punishment at the time of Kriyas Yamsov, even though they didn't actually, uh, they weren't actually at the Yamsov. It was only the army that was, uh, that was running after Kali Yisrael. Nevertheless, it seems in the Gemara here that the uh, the large part of the of the Mitzrim or the the nation in general survived. Okay, so Tosis there says that why was the Talmud? Tosis asks why was the Talmud of Rebekiva forbidden from marrying a standard member of Kal Yisrael? We know that uh, there's an idea that Sancheriv, the king of Ashur, or, or others along the way, Tosis says. The, the, these nations were basically, they lost their identity. They, were, uh, they went into Golas, they went into exile, they uh, mixed in with other nations, and we don't have uh, these nations as with a clarity. And therefore, all of these Isurim that the Torah gave us, whether Amoyni, Mayavi, we have different Gemaras that tell us clearly that these Isurim don't apply today because we don't know who the members of these nations are. So Teisa says, if so, why was this Talmud of Rebekiva, who was a Mitzri, true, he was an Egyptian per se, but the Isuri, the Isuri Chasnus, the forbidden relationship of a Mitzri, should not apply in his case. And Teisa quotes the Bahag, who answers as follows. The Mitzrayim Shavulim Kaiman. The Mitzrim are different because they returned home. The Natsalam Akas of Kitzma. The Pasuk gave them a time, gave them a set period when their gullus would end. Kiddachsiv, and quotes a postage of our Mitzrayim. So part of our Torah tells us about the gullus, the exile that Mitzrayim would face. They would be forced out of Mitzrayim. But it says that after 40 years, they would end up back in Eretz Yisrael. In the other nevuas of the Cheskel, it sometimes says these things as well. It says by Amoin that I will, Hashem says, I will return the Golos of Amoin. 
And still we find that the Gemara and Brachas tells us that's, that if someone today comes from, if someone today considers himself an Amoni, we don't take that face value. They can marry into Klai Yisrael because we assume that the original nation of Amoni has been lost. Over there, there was no time period that was given to the end of their Golos. And unlike Maya, un, un, I'm sorry, unlike Mitzrayim, which was given a Kitzel, which was given a set time that after 40 years, their goal is to be returned. And therefore, the Bahag says that the Isser of Mitzri still applies and theoretically would apply today. I don't know how the Halacha Lamaisa comes out of this, but it's a fascinating tesis in Yavamis. I want to wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Kol Tov.